around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to a midweek edition here of the Ken Miller Show. It's 1700 KBGG. I'm here with Trent Condon. Imagine that. I'm every Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you. Uh, and uh, today will be no different. Busy show. David Kaplan will head over to Chicago, get Cappy in here, talk about the uh, latest uh, with MLB, in particular the Cubs, maybe a little White Sox sprinkled in. Some Bears news, if there is any, we'll catch up as we do with Cappy each and every week on a Wednesday. And that's courtesy of our friends over at Heartland Flags, uh, heartlandflags.com, as we can check them out. And we're very grateful uh, to uh, what they do for us. Uh, 1240, John Miller will be here. We will recap the uh, Hawkeyes' big resounding win over Wisconsin last night. Look forward to catching up with John in the 1 o'clock hour. We're going to switch gears a little bit. Today is the day where Major League Baseball unveils its class of 2018 Hall of Famers. A Hall of Fame class that uh, uh, could have as many as we've seen in some time. And uh, and we'll debate some of the names that are being tossed around out there. Some of the uh, the steroid era guys may or may not be any closer to inclusion into the uh, Cooperstown Hall of Fame. So we'll talk about that with Dave Raymond. Some of the guys that will be close, some of the guys he thinks should be in, maybe the guys that are going to get in that he doesn't think should get in. He's the voice television-wise of the Texas Rangers, a longtime baseball voice. And then we'll wrap things up with Andrew Logue. We'll probably do a little bit of baseball with him as well, but preview tonight's big matchup, Nap Center. If you have no plans, if you're looking for something to do on a Wednesday night, no clones, no Hawks, Love basketball. Here's an opportunity for you to see a battle for first place, not for the basement of the conference, for the other end, the top of the standings. Loyola and Drake, winner, first place. Alone. Alone by themselves as they both come into this in a flat-footed tie. How are you, Trent Connor, other than wrong? Uh, yeah, dead wrong. Dead wrong and feel happy to be dead wrong. The, the last two times that I've been just staunchly that I was going to get blown out in basketball. They've won both games. Mm-hmm. Against Illinois, they were, what, a five-point dog in that one. Yeah. Oh, they laid the points with confidence in the Illini. And then last night, and uh, wrong on both accounts, and feels pretty good. It was fun watching them compete. And have fun. Yes. Trent. And they were having fun for the first time out there on the floor. And, you know, look, I don't know how much credit Fran McCaffrey gets for this. I'm going to throw this out there somewhat in jest. Well, actually, all in jest. But did uh, Coach Garden, Wisconsin, did they have to maybe change their game plan a little bit? Because earlier in the week, Coach McCaffrey had made it clear that he was going to insert Dom Ewell, the secret <laughs> weapon, into the lineup tonight. And just the fear of that alone caused Wisconsin to get discombobulated. Ewell doesn't see the floor. Uh no, I, I, I kid, um, but he did say that, and then he didn't play, so right, right. <laughs> I'm not sure what was behind that or not. But look, uh, there was one quote after the game, and I think it was Mark Emmert, and unfortunately, I meant to go back on Twitter and find it. It was Leistakow, it was Emmert, it was Doc, it was, well, the, Red, uh, the, the Gazette doesn't have a reporter anymore. Right. Um, I don't know who it was, but, but but it was the quote was came from Luca Garza, who played his ass off last mm-hmm. night. Um, when Tyler Cook plays like that, something along that, when he's playing like that, you can see the difference. So I think he, on one hand he thought he was throwing a compliment to his teammate. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you could take it well. 
Why doesn't he play like that every night then? Is it too much to ask that, you know, you're going to take the floor and play with the spirit and the passion that you showed tonight? Because when you do, this is a different basketball team. Did you see that quote? Yeah, I did. And and it it says a lot about this group. What we thought the talent is there. This is still a talented team. Are there deficiencies? Yeah. Did, did we miss some of them? Absolutely. But when they're all locked in, when they're giving the effort, when they're on both ends of the floor, both ends of the floor, when they're also going through the game plan, you know, that was something that drove me nuts. Two times in a row against Purdue on Saturday, they go under the screen against Edwards. You, you can't do that. And you know the game plan, you know, and I think I heard, who was it? Uh, France, Andrew Francis had the game plan for that. Andrew Francis was not telling them in the game plan, hey, make sure you go under the screen when, when Carson Edwards. No, you don't. But they weren't executing. They weren't following what they were supposed to do. They followed the game plan. They were physical with half in the post. They did everything they were supposed to do. And it is fun. When you're playing well, it Mm -hmm. is fun. And it's a lot easier to have a smile on your face when that's happening. But they executed. And, uh, you know, we we laugh at Kirk Ferentz from time to time. Well, it just comes down to execution. It does. It did last night. A lot of times it does. Effort and execution. And we saw both of that, Trent. You know where else we're seeing? We're seeing the emergence of uh, what will be the leader on this basketball team, in my opinion, for the foreseeable future. Because, after all, he's got three more years of Mm -hmm. eligibility after this. Luca Garza was the best player on the floor for Iowa. For Mm -hmm. Iowa. And the bar wasn't set real high. Uh, this past Saturday no. against Purdue. But here's a kid who's out there. He's got his nose bloodied. He wants to get back out on the floor. He tried. He showed a lot of will throughout the 40 minutes or how many minutes he was on the floor this past Saturday. And that carried over to last night. And I think, Trent, I honestly do, that watching the freshman last night, that his teammates fed off of that, in particular in the first I don't know, 10 minutes, eight minutes of the basketball game when Wisconsin couldn't score and Iowa was, you know, they were not lighting it up offensively by any means, but they were back on the defensive end of the floor. And I think that they fed off the freshman. I believe that. I really and truly do. And therefore, he kind of ignited that team. They need that too. They need that emotional leader. They, they need somebody that can light a fire. And you saw it a little bit from Nicholas Bayer. You know, he had a smile on his face. He had his tongue out as he was coming to the bench at one <laughs> I point. You know, I, it, it's talking to people that are on the beat, and, and they'll tell you it's a really nice group of kids. You know, it's it's not like there's a group where there's infighting and there's guys at each other's neck and, and things like that. It's not like a pro t- a, a team you hear about. Uh, you know, forty guys, forty cabs, right? Or twenty five right. guys, yes. twenty five cabs with the Yankees of the seventies, right, right? Right? Yeah. They're, but they're good kids, and and sometimes you need a guy with with an edge to him. And Garza's that guy. He and does have that edge. He's he's. I'm sure from opposing people, they are going to be absolutely sick of Luca Garza mm-hmm. over the next three and a half. And Dockage said, wait, wait, wait till this kid gets in the weight room, and he's 100. Mm-hmm. percent I like Dockage. I know I'm probably. I don't know if I'm in minority. He speaks his mind. He, he does. does it like it is. I like that team. Dave Fleming, I think, is going to be a he's going to be a star at ESPN. Mm-hmm. He does a really nice. He job. does whether he's doing baseball, whether he's mm-hmm. doing football, whether he's doing college basketball. And Dockich, I mean, this is the second straight game. And what I appreciated out of those two last night as well is like us here today and everybody that watched, we saw a difference. Mm-hmm. Well, they did the Purdue game. Yeah, you know, they saw his uh, rock bottom, if you will, and were willing to, you know, point that out during the broadcast. 
So cutting them down as they did on Saturday, they were willing to build them up as they did last night. They were praising last night, and it was earned. I mean, look at the look at the Carver Hawkeye trend. How many guys do we follow on Twitter? They're leaving the floor to a standing ovation. Yes, they're walking because we're in TV timeout. We don't see that right mm-hmm. now. We're watching commercials. Saw that time and time again. It, it was great to see out of this group, and now it gives hope. You know what? What does this turn into? Is this? Well, a turned, blip on the radar. What it doesn't turn into is one in seventeen. Yes, yeah, and that was a real conversation. Absolutely was. We we're having up until two o'clock yesterday. Mm-hmm. Is this team going to limp their way in and not win another game? It was a real possibility. There's hope. There is. Uh, if Fran McCaffrey said on Saturday, somebody asked him, you know, about improvements, and he said, "Well, I'm just seeing it." He did say that, yeah. and. That was in his post game, yes, right? Yeah, and it struck. What? What is Fred really? Talking well, why about? aren't we? Why aren't we? Well, we saw it last night. Yeah. We, we did see that improvement, and, and part of it was competition. I mean, yes. Wisconsin is a far cry from the oh. Big Ten's best team. They're bad. Year. They are. Bad. That's a bad basketball team. Yeah. And we said the same after the Illinois win, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of bad teams mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. It's a young team. Maybe they just found whatever that button. Give credit to Fran McCaffrey. Give mm-hmm. credit to Luke Gar- whoever. Give credit to Tyler Cook. Yeah, deserves the credit for it. But they found it. Mm-hmm. They found it, and they saw when we play with this kind of effort, how good we can be. It wasn't just beating Wisconsin. You throttled them. You did. It got close for for it was what was it thirty two twenty eight going to halftime. Moss hit a three. Yes. I mean, come on. How many times does that go in? That was the whole lone time, maybe. That's mm-hmm. the only one that mattered, right? And then got another bucket. So instead of going into the locker room with a four-point lead, and oh my God, this big lead that we had, we'd given it away, given Wisconsin all that mo after 20 minutes, Moss goes on a you know personal five-point run at the end of the first half, and all of a sudden it's nine again, and they never recovered. And got a couple of alley-oops early in the second Tyler half. Tyler Cook, yep. The uh, you know, the crowd got into Emphatic. it again. Emphatic, yes. And uh, and here we go. So, what does this mean? You know that that's that's what I really want to decipher. Mm-hmm. Like I said, is this just a blip, or can we see a team that's still incredibly young that plays mm-hmm. only one upperclassman in Nicholas Bear? Can we see this start to be the pieces of? All right, we were ahead of schedule this season. We thought they were going to be better, but. Going into next year, you bring in Weisskamp. You mentioned Isaiah Moss. Now, Isaiah Moss, there are times where he floats. Yeah. He does it. But early on, he was going to the rim. No, he was good last He was good yesterday. That's what he has to be. He was sharing the basketball as a whole. Yeah, he had a pile of assists. I don't know what it was, but he ended mm-hmm. up with a handful, I'm assuming. And we see this team, though, offensively. They're still good. It's still a good offensive yeah. team. It's been the defensive end. But there are times where the ball would stick. You wouldn't see that good movement. Rarely did you see that. There were a couple of small stretches, but not more than three, four possessions at most. Ball movement was good from everybody. They were sharing. They were doing it. And that does feed to the defensive end. When, mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're doing those things offensively, and this is going to be an offensive system under Fran McCaffrey, I think it helps on the defensive end too. And it goes back to another thing that we rolled our eyes about a little bit with Fran McCaffrey when they asked him about the defense. And he said, well, it starts on the offensive end. For them, it does. That, that's the way that his programs are built. Mm-hmm. It's offense first. When you're playing that way, I think it does help on the defensive end. Yeah, and we saw a um, – and I, and I get that the score will uh, predicate that a lot of times. We saw a reserved Fran McCaffrey last night. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think – I mean, there might have been – a, and I know Borowski was on the, one of the officials, so maybe he was on his best behavior uh, <laughs> last night, but uh, that would surprise me because we're talking about McCaffrey here. Um, but we didn't see him – 
you know, when, when, when there would be a timeout or when something be going awry or Wisconsin's put maybe threatening a little bit, we didn't see him, you know, going nuclear at all last night. Maybe he did. Maybe the TV cameras didn't catch it, but I didn't see, notice anything last night. It was honestly, it was refreshing. It was, yeah. If you remember, though, the times that Franz had his big blow-ups, you know, the first real big one was up in Michigan State when he slammed the chair down. Mm-hmm. I, I felt that was overblown. It's not like he threw the chair. Right. No, he just picked it up and put it down hard. Yeah, yes. Right. It was it was frustration when you're getting right. blown out by 30. And it was early in his tenure, and he was wanting he was wanting to convey toughness to the guys, and that's what he was trying to do. I thought that was overblown. But afterwards, he really did dial it back for the next few games mm-hmm. afterwards. When he got ejected up at Wisconsin, was that four years back now? Has it been that long? Yeah, yeah. seemed yeah, it probably was. And and that one, I mean, he was he went too far. Mm-hmm. I, I think we all knew that. We got a talking to from his he did, boss. But he dialed it back. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think you're seeing him dial it back and, and realizing maybe he has to have a conversation every two, three, four years, right. but he dials it back. He doesn't get nearly as many technicals as people think. And the problem is nationally and across the Big Ten, you get this perspective, that crazy coach over there. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's not. And, and the problem I always have with him is because he goes from zero to 60 and a blink of an eye. And that face gets red, Trenton. And, and it's over. Well, and he can't control himself. <laughs> right. But he doesn't work officials like Tom Izzo. You know, he, he's not constantly right. on them. That's the difference. But we'll see. I don't think it'll be a change, Fran, but maybe a refocus. Fran. It was fun for one night. If nothing else, mm-hmm. it was a fun 40 minutes to watch last night. A team that, and a fan base, uh, quite honestly, that, de- that desperately needed that uh, from their team last night. The expectations, and, and everybody had them, are going to come nowhere to being met. But... Look, you ask the question, what what does this mean in the big picture? I mean, I hate to take the easy way out. It remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Nebraska on uh, Saturday. Then what have they got next? Minnesota after that, and then Penn State? Yes. So if you if you include last night's game and the four games we just talked about, Nebraska in Lincoln's going to be tough. I think Nebraska has proved to us that you know this is a legitimate basketball team. That's not going to be easy. But if we see the effort mm-hmm. uh, that we saw um, last night, albeit we'll see it on the road on Saturday, who knows? I mean, it's yeah. not like Wisconsin's world. Be- I mean, Wisconsin, Nebraska's a world beater right. by any means. They're not, they're not playing Purdue again. Right, yeah. Yeah, they're We're, playing Nebraska, who's got some pieces. Probably a top 50-ish type team. Yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. Yeah, you can you can win that game. This team mm-hmm. is, is talented enough to do that. And you, know, you win, say, including last night, three out of four, and you start to get those positive yeah. vibes. I, I think that's kind of a realistic goal. Build your way up and, at the very least, maybe stay out of that a realistic goal is to get avoid up to, Wednesday. Yes, not play in the ten. What is it? The eleven fourteen game or the twelve thirteen game? That's those correct. two games. And it looked like Trent that yeah. they were absolutely ticketed. Yes, uh, for for those uh, for those games on uh, the opening night of the tournament. To do that, they'd probably have to be what six and twelve. Well, it's maybe? hard to say because there's so much bad in this conference. There is, right? There is. Well, where's Northwestern going to go? They, I, they got the. They win, haven't got off the mat, in my you know, opinion. Minnesota is a dumpster fire. Yes, and Little Ricky might be in trouble up there. Rutgers, uh, they played well against Iowa, but mm-hmm. still, are they going to win six games? You wouldn't think so. Illinois is at the bottom. It's not a, a not a stretch at all to get up in the top ten. I think that's a realistic goal. Mm-hmm. Get to Thursday, and then the next step, win a game. And France got a four-game losing streak in the Big Ten tournament, all to double-digit seeds. Yeah, I know. All his favorites as double-digit seeds. That's another thing. Another small building block. In the grand scheme of things, they probably don't mean a whole lot. But one less thing, one less talking point for us in the summertime. That's where, yeah. that's where we're finding something to talk about. And 
just uh, some positive feelings going into next year. For a night, it happened. We'll see if it means anything going forward. Well, well Trent, I mean, don't look now, but where the schedule sets up, we could be talking about Iowa's season coming to an end in February. That's right. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or if not yeah. February, March 1st or 2nd. Yes, yeah. Especially if they play in on that Wednesday game. If they play Wednesday, I think that's got to be close to being in February. I mean, talking about February, their season's coming to an end. That would be ridiculous. So, um, look, for, for one night last night, the fans that were there went home feeling pretty good. Uh, is is there a way that they can bring Tom Brokaw to the building every single night? Because I don't know what it, I don't know when the last time he was there, uh, but we know he was there last night. And I'm not saying that he was behind uh, the resurgence of this Hawks, but for one night, trend was fun. Forty minutes. So uh, yeah, February 28th is that Wednesday. So they lose on the they, they play in that game and get beat. We're not talking about the Hawks in March at all. At all. At all. And then on March first is uh, the the next round, right. if you will. So we're only split. We're splitting hairs about one day, but well, it just seems a little bit better to be at least have a game in the month of March, right. as opposed to be you know turning in the equipment on the last day of February. So I uh, was thinking of this last night, and, and I was thinking about the Drake game tonight against Loyola. Well, you're trying to get your money back? Is that because you got crushed yesterday? <laughs> I, I, I was bad, yeah. bad, bad, bad. We'll we'll try to rebound tonight and. I like the Try sling. to get even or even worse, as my grandfather used to yes. tell me when he was teaching me horse racing. I like time to get even. It's time to get even, son, or even worse. <laughs> might be even worse. I think I it had, was most days. I had sixteen games uh, circled today, so I might need to pare that down a little bit. But of the four teams, who has the best shot of winning a conference tournament? Drake. You think it's Drake? Well, it's not Iowa. Because of Purdue. It's not Iowa State because of the Big 12. Right. So it's you and I who's at the bottom, and right now they're ticketed to play in, on Thursday. So that means Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Which has never been done in the NBC. So Drake's going to avoid, is there is there an E? None of the above? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, if you ranked them right now. If you ranked them right now, I, I Drake, I, you and I, or vice versa, then then I, I, I think I was ahead of Iowa State. Oh, I do too. Just because the Big Twelve. Just because is so of the Big good. Twelve. Now it'll be a home environment for them. I mean, you know the well, Iowa it will State be fans for are... Kansas too. Yes, yeah, and that's the thing. Well, Kansas is on the other side, and they get upset or whatever. You know, it may that's be. an interesting question, Trent. As we sit here at the what is the twenty fourth of January, um, the way the season it looks like it's going for Iowa State, and there's going to be ups. There's going to be look. The Texas Tech win was great. Yes, it was great. Yeah. Um, well, Iowa State fans knowing that it's because pro- they've been spoiled. They know the la- you buy tickets the last half a dozen years, five years. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty good chance that you're going to use that hotel room thir- Wednesday night, Thursday, or Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday yes. night, right? Yeah. Knowing that it's probably going to be a quick turnaround, will they be so willing to, you know, buy the strip, the tournament strip of tickets, and commit to a weekend knowing that you know my team's not going to be playing after Thursday? Yeah, or it, maybe Friday, or it could be done Wednesday night. Well, I hate to say that, you know, and and if it is, are you going to invest in that strip? That you yeah, I don't think that Iowa State fans, and it's going to hurt the the Power and Light District because yes. the the uh, service industry in Kansas City they look forward to this. Time to pay some bills. The Clone fans are coming to town. Right. Tips are going to be up. It's a, it's one thing with Kansas K State fans, you know, the like, but a lot of them live in Kansas City. Right. You, you don't got uh, well at home. 
Well, it's like game. Viking. It's like hotels in Minneapolis. Yep, we're right. worried that the Vikings are going to get in because that. Hey, we're worried we're going to have time with Kaplan yeah, if we right. keep yeah, going yeah, here. We're jabbering, jabbering. We are. Uh, we'll take a timeout, David Kaplan. We'll get back into Iowa uh, later on uh, and look forward to it. Nice win for them last night. Timeout. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you from noon until two, talking sports and localizing as best as we can here on seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games afternoons on the big talker 1700 kbgg boom well it's that time of year again tax time not all tax firms are the same hi this is mike hammond owner of advantage financial and tax services located in west des moines not only am i a tax pro but a certified financial planner as well we can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet we are not a chain and offer local and personalized service give us a try visit advantageiowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. They say, want a new wireless plan? Gotta buy a new phone. At Simple Mobile, we say, just bring your own phone. Then pop in a Simple Mobile SIM card and boom, you've got 30-day unlimited plans starting at just $25 with nationwide coverage on a lightning-fast 4G LTE network, all with no contract. You can keep it complicated, or you can mobile simple with Simple Mobile. Available nationwide at Best Buy, Simple Mobile dealers, and authorized retailers. See the latest terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com. As a bee emoji, there's nothing I love more than a strong shot of nectar. But getting behind the wheel when you're buzzed? That makes me want to sting. Drive sober and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com radio. 
grasshopper.com slash radio. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 65 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun. EasterSealsIA.org. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Off we go to Chicago. It's that time of the week again. We get to him. He's David Kaplan, ESPN 1000, NBC Sports Chicago. He joins us. Cap, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Cappy, how are you? What's up, boys? How we doing? Doing fine. Good to talk to you, Cap. Uh, let's start uh, where we normally start, and that's with the Cubs. We're getting closer and closer to spring training. What doesn't appear to be getting closer is to, or maybe it does, any resolution as to who, uh, the Cubs and will they sign another starter. What can you tell us about you, Darvish? Uh, I think that they are heavily engaged with you, Darvish, from all accounts, and I feel like my sourcing's pretty good, but... The, Right now, you are seeing every team has entrenched themselves in, we're not overpaying anymore. You're going to make great money, we are not overpaying. And so you have over 100 players that have not yet signed. And they're sitting out there trying to hold out, and their agents are saying, just hold out. These teams, like they always do, they're like the fat person that can't push themselves away from the buffet table. I'll get one more roll. I'll just get one more plate. They can't stop themselves. Right now, to this day, you have got ownership and front office united. Hey, relax. We're not going to panic here. Cap sounds like you've uh, seen me at a buffet before, but uh, we'll, we'll leave that aside. <laughs> hey, uh, as you know, I'm a Minnesota Twins fan. There's plenty of people up north that believe that the Twins are in good shape there. Uh, what would be outside of, well, probably the biggest thing, 
the Cubs a winning organization. What else maybe would tip the scales in the favor of Chicago? I know uh, Jimenez has been a big talking point as well. Uh, in terms of the Cubs or the White yeah, Sox? The Cubs. Well, for the Cubs, I mean, you're selling the Wrigley Field experience. You're selling a team that's window to win is wide open. I mean, for the next three or four years, the Cubs should be in the hunt every year mm-hmm. to have a chance to win the World Series. I mean, let's look at the names. Contreras, Rizzo, Baez, Russell, Bryant, Schwarber, Almora. Let's go to pitching. Quintana, Lester, Hendricks, Chatwood. They've got six or seven pretty darn good bullpen arms. That team is elite. They may not win it. They may not. But that team's window to win right now is wide open. So if you're you Darvish and you go, well, I got Minnesota. They're good. I'm not mm-hmm. sure they're good enough to win it. Mm-hmm. I got Milwaukee. They haven't even made the playoffs. I got the Cubs. You got to think long and hard about the Cubs, the Yankees. I mean, the teams that can win it. Who's going to close for them, Cap? If the season doesn't, that's the good news. Is Morrow going to be the closer? Has he been? I don't want to say just go ahead penciled in as the as, as the uh, closer, but it seems is that with the roster the way it's constituted right now, he's probably the guy, right? Yeah, I would think that Morrow is indeed the guy uh, to try and close for this team. That's why I think it's going to work out. We're going to find out if they add, you know, Greg Holland, if they make a trade for Colome with Tampa. Right now it does not look like they are going to make a trade. It looks like it would be a free agent signing, and then they'll fill in the bench. But, yeah, it, look, right now it's Brandon Morrow, but you've got guys they believe in that can also do that job. Carl Edwards Jr., mm-hmm. Pedro Strope, Steve Ciszek. they got a lot of options there. Mm. One option uh, that they're going to have to, I would think, Cap, just and that's continue to uh, to write him in in right field. Uh, Jason Hayward, a, long, a lot of time left on that contract. Zobris is another guy, although I think Zobris is more likely to uh, have a bounce back year. Not that Hayward, Hayward was actually better last year, I thought, than he was the year before. But is that contract going to come back and haunt this team before uh, it runs its course? No, because they're going to sign eventually here. A TV deal for stupid money. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. They make so much in terms of revenue yep. that they can easily go, yeah, you know what, big deal. Big deal. So we'll uh, you know, take care of that contract, and they can sign a ton more. Don't forget they got a hotel opening there. Yep, They've yep. got It's going to become Ricketsville, not Wrigleyville. So there's so many things that they're able to do financially that their competitors, in their, especially in their division, just can't do. The Boris factor, uh, not just uh, with some of the top-end guys, but, but just across baseball. When you hear collusion, you hear Boris, you hear kind of the back and forth. How big of a deal is that to you as you look at this offseason and what's happened? Do you think he should be maybe bullet point one or two about this offseason? Uh, you're talking about should Scott Boris or should collusion? Scott Boris. Scott Boris has so many of the top guys, and he – is notorious for telling it. Don't panic. We're going to wait. Mm-hmm. And every time we doubt him, he proves us that he was right. We were wrong. Whether right. that's Max Scherzer, whether that's you know the all these other guys that he claims he can get deals for, and he does. I this time think I'm going to doubt him. I do not think there's a six-year deal out there for Jake Arrieta, let alone seven years. I just don't see it. Now maybe again we'll be proven wrong. 
J.D. Martinez is going to get a really nice deal. Mm-hmm. All of us would love to sign five for 125, but he was looking seven for 210. Mm-hmm. He's not getting 200 million bucks. No shot. So more likely, Cap, um, Arietta is A, Greg Holland is B, C is neither of them. Uh, wear a Cubs uniform next year. I don't see a scenario where Arietta's back. Okay. I don't. I, I think it's you, Darvish, or Alex Cobb. Uh, so I will put my money on one of those two. So no interest in Greg Holland taking Davis's place? I, I, I will be surprised gotcha. if they sign both those guys. Now, if you told me they lost out on all the starters and maybe they decided to build this, what they would perceive to be like his super elite bullpen, mm-hmm. okay, maybe. But I will be surprised if maybe they sign another bullpen arm. I don't see them paying... Seventeen million, sixteen million to one guy to close. I don't. I do not see that. David Kaplan joining us. Uh, Kaplan, jump over to the Bears as uh, the coaching staff is set. Nagy, what he did, what he built here. How excited about you in the near future? The draft is going to be a big part of it. Free agency, obviously. But when you look at this coaching staff, your thoughts? Uh, I love what they've been able to do, and everyone who I really respect that we have talked to. It's telling us, wow, the Bears finally got this right. And it really sounds like they got this right. Uh, they've got the best offensive line coach in the game, and everyone says, other than the coordinators, that's the most important position coach that you can get. I really like their head coach. I love that they kept Vic Fangio. I hear great things about Mark Helfrich, but as I've always said to you guys, you do not ever see the jockey carry the horse across the finish line. You can have the greatest jockey in the world. If Steve Cawthon or Willie Shoemaker or whoever it is is riding one of us, they got no shot at winning. But you put them on secretariat, and they're going to look like the smartest jockey in the world. So they got to get them players. They've got to go out and get at least two impact wide receivers. They have to address their offensive line, and they need more beef on their defense, even though I think they have a top-10 defense. So they've got a lot of heavy lifting to do if they do it. I'm going to tell you right now, I do not believe the Chicago Bears finish last in that division. I will be surprised if they do. Hmm. Who, who, who falls below them? Detroit? I don't know. That's a really good question. I mean, Minnesota does not have a quarterback under contract no, now. They the don't. three guys they had are all free agents. Now are they going to go get Alex Smith? Are they going to bring one of these guys back? You know, I, Look, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greats of all time. Mm-hmm. But you look at that team, and that team has some questions about they it. Do. That I defense agree. needs work. So I've seen good quarterback play go awry because they have a bad football team. We're going to find out. Good stuff. Cappy, uh, we will let you go. Well, just one more thing. How is the Super Bowl matchup? Uh, and I don't want your pick. We'll save that for next week. But the matchup, okay. how's that playing uh, with your audience? Are they excited for New England, Philadelphia, or no? Yeah, people are excited. And I will give you my pick next week. But I do think people are very, very excited to – People love Tom Brady. I don't. I respect him, but I, right. I'm, I'm not a fan. You. So I'm bored by, oh, here we go again, New England. But I'm excited to watch this matchup, and I think my listeners are. Uh, have you got any Valley games uh, either tonight or Saturday? I do not. My next Valley game is next week. I'm at Bradley. I think I have Loyola at Bradley. I'm at UIC this weekend, and then I fly to St. Bonaventure to Buffalo on Saturday night, and I have St. Bonaventure, George Washington on Sunday. Good stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Cap. See you, boys. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan, brought to us by our friends at Heartland Flags, heartlandflags.com. Any sport, any team, 
If they don't have it, which would surprise me, they will get it. Flagpoles, um, heartlandflags.com. You can visit the shop, Southwest 9th Street in Des Moines. Uh, it's just as simple to go on flags. Historical flags, not all sports flags, it's flags. Check them out, heartlandflags.com. We appreciate the support that they give to us, making it possible for us to talk to our buddy, David Kaplan, each and every Wednesday. Um, Twins fan. Yes. You Darvish seems to be, and I like Cappy's argument, our sales pitch, not argument. Mm -hmm. His sales pitch is, look, we're going to contend for the next handful of years. Mm -hmm. Twins got a nice thing going, we think. They do. We know. Look at our lineup. (laughs) When Cappy does it, Contreras, Rizzo, Baez, Russell, Bryant, Schwarber, Almora, um, he left out Hap, the pitching staff, the young guys. Geez. Um, I'll respond. Rosario, Buxton, Sano, Dozier. Take, I'll take the Cubs. Well, of course, but come on. <laughs> no, you got some talent. I agree. You got some. You got and some. And there's more in the in the farm system. Is there? A deeper farm system than the Cubs. Well, the Cubs had to. They, they you had Darv- to. Darvis doesn't care about a farm system. No, no, he doesn't. It's a win now for, for you. At least you would think you for, would for think, you, yeah. Dar- you, Darvish. Well, if they got him, mm, yeah, Mike Montgomery back to the bullpen because I think Chatwood's going to be the player. I I do. I I can't wait to see the former Rocky uh, pitching away from that mile high thin air. Um, Hendricks, Lester, got some guys. Trent, they do, they do. Uh, Quintana. Makes our summers a lot better. You Darvish. Well, what would it be? What would you set the rotation? Let's say they get Darvish. Okay. Lester starts game one. Darvish game two. No. Lester. Lester. Lester game one. Darvish game two. Back to a lefty for game three. Quintana. Quintana game three. Hendricks game four. Yeah. I think Chatwood you got it. would game five no, would, be your, no, would no. be your five. He's in the Yeah, he's your five. Yeah, he would be the five, but that, that and maybe could move up to the four, possibly. Yeah. And and, and Madden's gone six when he when he get into the month of you know yeah. July and August. So, oh, I can't wait to be talking baseball. I really can. I'm looking forward to it. We'll take a time out. Looking forward to talking to John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. We will uh, head back to Iowa, Wisconsin from last night. What does this mean uh, going forward? John Miller next as we continue. Trent Connor and myself with you until two. Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Carrie Hands Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or 
church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is a great prepaid choice, according to Julius and Deb. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get two ZTE Maven 3 smartphones for free. And two lines for $75 a month. Hey, I was going to say that. Beat you to it. AT&T prepaid has no annual contract. No activation fee. And AT&T's reliable network. No hidden fees. No credit check. No compromises. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great prices. Plans for people who like great deals. Flexibility. Reliability. Customers named Customers named Julius. Customers in Springfield. Customers not in Springfield. The list is long. Really long. Thanks, Julius. Thanks, Deb. You're You're welcome, welcome, announcer guy. guy. Hey, I was saying that. No matter your reason, switch to AT&T prepaid and get two free ZTE Maven 3 smartphones and two lines on AT&T's reliable network. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Two for $75 per month requires two new lines of service on the $45 monthly plan each under a multi-line account. Account owner on auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources, fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. 1700 KBGG is your home for high school sports. Check out it here. Join me Tuesdays with tip-off Tuesdays and Fridays on Fast Break Fridays here on 1700 KBGG. Play-by-play action with girls' boys' doubleheaders and high school wrestling taking the airwaves during these cold winter months. It all culminates with the state wrestling tournament from Wells Fargo Arena along with the girls' and boys' state basketball tournaments. Your home for high school sports in Central Iowa. 1700 KBGG. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour in Italian done right. Villaggio. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Along with Trent Conan, uh, we uh, talk the world of sports and localize it right up until 2 o'clock. While John Miller, hopefully he's over his uh, Vikings losing on Sunday. I'm sure he took it harder than most, as all fans do, and he joins us. Uh, uh, Trent uh, and myself here, John, how are you? Are you over the NFC Championship game? You know, that was... Vikings fans know it's been a long, long road. And my road, you know, a little different length than most, started last week. <laughs> and it ended on Sunday. I just don't think I can be a part of that any longer. You're that done? was horrific. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I updated my Twitter uh, profile immediately after the game and said, one-time Vikings fan. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, does that mean we're, we're going without an NFL team? Or I'm, a, I'm, a free, I'm, a, I'm a free agent again. So will, will agent. we wait until the playoffs next year before jumping on a bandwagon? Or? Mm, I, you know, I'm, I may need to declare a little earlier. Okay. Let's see where uh, Akram Wadley or Josie Jewell goes. That's kind of the direction. Uh, I'll go. Interesting. That's that's not a bad way, actually, of, uh, of doing things. Uh, you know, since we're talking and we brought up or inserted football into the conversation i heard spencer petrus uh, uh compared to john elway trent uh, trent john um geez, no pressure <laughs> just yeah. uh, just be i know he's a pro style quarterback and so is elway and maybe they have great arms and everything i i look i all kidding aside i can't wait to see how the kid is but boy that's um lumping a, uh, that that's some expectations right there when fans hear uh that their new quarterback reminds people of john elway eesh yeah, I mean, I read that article. I think it was in Land of Ten. And, yes, it was. Yep. And, and, and it was his high school coach who also coached uh, Jared Goff, mm-hmm. who's a pro football player. And a darn and he good basically, one. Yeah, he was saying that Spencer Petras has a bigger arm than Goff, and he's saying that his arm, and he even went on to say, we're not talking about his mobility, but his arm, you know, Elway, when he threw it, made that whoosh. Yeah. And Petras has that when it comes off of his arm. I'll be honest, and – when my buddy first sent me the, the film, saying, have you seen this guy? I'm like, I, I, no way is Iowa involved with this guy. He's a four-star from California. And I saw it, the third throw in. I'm like, okay, salivating. His hmm. footwork, his footwork in the poppet, how, how he, when, when he has the ball in his hand and he's surveying the field, not when he's running, but you know, remember how Peyton Manny would sit there and almost seemingly jog in place with his feet? Yeah, I do. And keep his feet under him and balance. Petrus, you go watch his film and you tell me that you don't see that. Now, that doesn't mean he's Peyton Manning. It just means that I think he's been coached actually pretty well about being comfortable in the pocket, staying loose, and keeping your feet moving, which helps you with balance and helps you with consistent release points. So, yes, he may have a really strong arm. Jake Christensen might have had a strong, an arm as strong as John Elway, but uh, it, it didn't work out the same on the football field. Hey, uh, John, for one cold night in January, at the very least, we saw smiles on the faces. We seen, saw a team that was given a whole lot of effort. Your takeaway from last night, uh, a fun one for once for the Hawkeyes. Yeah, that was the lead of what I wrote. I, I said, hey, these guys actually had fun. Mm-hmm. They looked like they played for each other. They looked like, I mean, first and foremost, if you want to see a team that if you think either given up on each other or it's coach or not, Watch how they play defense. Are they running back on defense? And and honestly, for much of the last two weeks, they haven't been. And they did last night. Some I don't know what clicked. I don't know what happened. But they actually were out there playing for each other. And you know, Scott Dockerman of Land of Ten had a tweet earlier this week that just blew my mind. That in each of Iowa's last seven Big Ten games before last night, Iowa had trailed by at least 17 points at one point in time. Which is nuts. And that is a team that's like, pack it up, man. It's yeah. over. But last night they came out, Nicholas Bear, I thought, early on Ethan Happ really harassed him, and, and that set a tone. 
Uh, Tyler Cook uh, was active. He was sprinting down the floor and running to a spot on the mm-hmm. block. Uh, you know, and you know, and he's been a he's had some bad body language thus far yeah. this year at times when he's you know things haven't gone his way. So for one night, they smiled, they had fun, and well, it's actually fun to watch. It was, and you know, Luca Garza after the game, John. I'm sure you saw this on Twitter. I don't remember who. Uh, tweeted it might have been Mark Emmerich, but who, regardless, uh, mentioned the fact that you know when Luca's sprinting down the floor and showing the pa- when Luca when Tyler's sprinting down the floor and showing the passion that he does, we're different. We're 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 hard to beat, and I'm putting words in his mouth, kind of paraphrasing a little bit. And he didn't mean to throw his teammate under the bus, but you could take it that well. Why isn't he doing that every way uh, right. every night? But Cook was a difference maker last night, and you saw that in how he played the game. No doubt. I mean, and if you know the the aspirations that he may have at the next level, whenever that is, you can't let that tape show uh, a lack of effort. Right. Believe me, he, we all know he's got amazing ability. But you know, dude, that doesn't mean you can't still try as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. And I think that he hasn't been, and that, that that's not a slight to him. I mean, because he can get by with not giving his all. But it takes him giving his all for everybody else to give their all. Maybe that was a lesson learned last night. Uh, just, uh, you know, the start of the game, John, Luca Garza, to me, I thought his teammates fed off of his energy early. I really do. I mean, they got out to that lead, and Garza's running up and down the floor, and he's making plays under both baskets, quite honestly. I thought that Luca Garza, a carryover, he was the best player on the on the floor against Purdue, there weren't a lot of them uh, wearing the black and gold, but he was the best player on the floor for Iowa on Saturday. I thought it carried over to last night, and I thought his teammates fed off uh, the young freshman. I loved watching Aaron White play because of how hard he played, how he never stopped moving, and how that helped has helped him earn a lot of money playing professional basketball in Europe. Luca is the same way, not the same style, but the same way. He has an energy and an all-out hustle that you absolutely have to love. It's rare to find it in someone who's seven feet tall and can move the way he does. Now, he's never going to win a vertical leap contest, but you know what? He out-hustles people so that that's no longer a liability. It's just a neutral issue because he works harder. He works to get positioned before he has to be the guy that jumps over everybody. He's the kind of player that I think, I mean, he's averaging almost 11 and, and six and a half right now. And I, I, there's not many Iowa, you know, freshman centers that have ever done that. And he is, boy, I, he's got a chance to do a lot of damage before he's done. And frankly, if he, if he continues to have this work ethic, especially with the, the, the outside shot that he's shown that he has, this is a guy that, that may have some options of what he wants to do with his future before his eligibility is expired. Mm, interesting. Isaiah Moss, he was active early on. He was going to the rim. We know he can shoot it from the outside, but Seems like times that he just kind of floats out there. He he almost disappears for long stretches at a time. You know, what more can Fran and the group over there coaches do to make him engage each and every game? Because you see there's a lot of skill in his game. Well, I, I think the actually you know, as, as as important as Tyler Cook is, and he is, the one thing that teams I think know that they can get away with every game is really, you know, buckling down on Bohannon from 28 to 29 feet out and then just pick him up. Isaiah Moss, I think it's – I haven't gone and looked at this. I could be wrong, but I really kind of think as goes Isaiah Moss, so goes Iowa, mm. especially in the first half because they have so few options at guard. And now Fran, you know, shortened his bench a little bit wow. last night. There were only six players that played over 14 minutes, and Moss was one of them. And I think Moss absolutely needs to be consistent and be that guy that can get, get you – 
you know, 13 and 13 and six rebounds and two assists and, and play defense because he, given Iowa's lack of guards and his ability, he's key in that role. I don't know that we're going to see consistent ability from him this year, and that will be the biggest thing that he needs to work on for next year. Uh, too late to go back now, John, but uh, if, if they could, do you think that, um, you know, in a private moment, they, the coaching staff wishes they would have redshirted Nunji? Boy, I don't know. I, I don't get that because I think Nunji is one of the most talented players on the whole team. And I'm not in practice. I don't know what he's not getting. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. But it's not an injury because he played two minutes in the first half last night and never saw the floor again. Right. We've seen him early on this season with the inside-outside game. I don't know what it is, but I, I'm actually – and this is just me and my pain of observing the game and having observed it for 40 years – I'm I'm concerned that he's you know maybe he doesn't want to stick around. He, I I think mm. he's too good not to be playing, but I don't know the reasons why he's not playing. John, last thing from me as you uh, look at the upcoming off season, who knows how this thing's going to end up? But it's going to be an important off season for Freya McCaffrey. Is there a thing or two that you look at outside of roster construction that that you want to see that this coaching staff really hone in on and and work for going into next year? You know, I mean, we can sit here and say that they don't play, you know, great defense, which they don't. I think they could be a better defensive team had they make an or had they made an off-season commitment to some zone, which I think they should have anticipated they need to do. Um, really, the other thing is get, recruit more guards, get better guards, and that's not. I mean, that's not really an adjustment. That's you just got to get them. There, there's there's something I don't know what it is, and and I will debate it. If you tell me there's not, I'll debate you. There's something wrong with this team. Yeah, there's there something is. wrong in the locker room. Yep. And I don't know what it is exactly. And I've heard rumors, but I, I don't know. They need to fix that problem, and they need to find that harmony again. And, and that's the biggest thing, because I, I think Fran will get another year. And, you know, guys, I, I went and looked this up yesterday. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. Since 1990, since 1990, we're talking 28 years ago, I was something like two, I don't know, 235, and 260 in Big Ten play, something like that. It's, it's at least 20 games under 500 over the last 28 years. So let's be realistic here. We're not really talking about one of the four or five or even six best Big Ten basketball programs. It's simply not. That said, um, you can't have two years in a row like this and charge those amounts for right. season tickets. So they've got to do something. Otherwise, uh, it could be trouble. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. John, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, as always. Take care. Bye-bye. Good to talk to you, John Miller. As uh, we talk Hawks, and I agree with John, there's something that's wrong, and I think it's, I mean, I don't know. Is it nepotism? Right. That seems to be. um, You pushed aside Christian Williams uh, for your son. You're in a lot of that, Trent. Yeah. You're in a lot of that. You don't transfer two days before exhibition season. It was odd. And it was really odd. And I know that the, we got the t- a text or the tweet right away. We had a hip surgery and wanted to get that over with. Well, uh, if he would have still been a Hawk, would he have been undergoing uh, hip surgery? I don't know if that's the case or not. But we've, we've heard that, um, that that's an issue. We shall see. He's going to have two sons on the team before yes. long. Now, let's not forget. We'll take a timeout. Come back with a 1 o'clock hour. We're going to do a lot of baseball in the uh, 1 o'clock hour. At least a good segment of baseball. Hall of Fame Day today. We will debate that. Who's in? Who's out? Who should be hearing their name? Who shouldn't be? That will. Uh, Trent and I are here until 2. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KVGG. As a sleepy face emoji, I know we all get tired sometimes, but if you start to nod off behind the wheel, then wake the f- up. Stay alert and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Thanks to you, Ace was awarded its 11th straight J.D. Power Award for customer satisfaction with home improvement retail stores. To say thanks, we're giving you 20% off throughout the store. And as always, the help is free. So hurry into your local Ace and save 20% on select items this Friday through Sunday only. Offer valid for Ace Rewards members only at participating stores. Additional conditions and exclusions apply. See store for details. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Are you paying too much for your Medicare Part D prescriptions? At Walgreens, that's a question you won't have to ask. As a preferred pharmacy with many plans nationwide, Walgreens offers co-pays as low as $0 on select plans. So switching your prescriptions to Walgreens will be worth the trip. Millions of people have Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy in their network, so you could be saving big. Switch your prescriptions and start saving today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Zero dollar copays apply to tier one generics. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy. New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. 